You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's health, adult nurse practitioner, and hormone specialist. I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, mama, and a nana of two, and I'm the founder of the Well Woman Network. We're an online women's education portal company. My mission and passion is to help women all over the world to optimize their health by teaching them how to become their number one self-care advocate through teaching them about their health in a non-judgmental, not too sciencey way. All right, ladies. So today's topic is spurred on by a conversation. Well, actually not a conversation, but a meeting that I went to last Friday. And it was just really one of those just great moments. Okay. You know how sometimes, I don't know, you know, y'all know that I'm spiritual. Okay. So I bring on things and I talk to you about God because God is for my, is my thing. All right. So sometimes, you know, you just get these God things, right? That you just go to something and you know that that's where you're supposed to be and God meant you to be there. Well, going to this meeting was one of those things. I had been talking to a girlfriend of mine who, you know, has a lot of connections and different things. And I said, you know, I'm really trying to meet some new women, get some new women in my life, some friends, some people like myself. Okay. Because, you know, I work three days in an office practicing medicine, you know that. And then I work from home creating and doing my online side hustle, which is providing all of you with women's health education. Well, I sit in my office or I'm at my practice and I don't get a chance to get out much and meet people. All right. And sometimes life starts to feel a little bit lonely when you just go to your job every single day, you come home. And if those of you who are working on a side hustle or other things, career, entrepreneurship, whatever, or being a mom or a nana or whatever you do, and you just are at home a lot and you just feel disconnected. Like you don't have real friendships anymore. And that's something that you're craving. And especially over the latter part of these past years, you know, even before the, the pandemic happened, you know, I was still busy. As you all know, I take care of my 90 year old mom. And I'm also, I help my daughter take care of my two grandkids because my son-in-law is in the Navy. And a lot of times he's gone. And right now he's gone on deployment. So life gets really busy between that, going to my job three days a week, and then, you know, creating all this content for you or things that I want to bring to you and trying to collaborate with other great women out there that I don't have a lot of time left to go out and meet people or to network anymore. And I used to love doing that. That was one of my favorite things because y'all know that my love language for not only for my business, but my life is to form community. It's relationships. I love to talk to women. I love to create one-on-one connections. I love to create win-win scenarios. So I had been really feeling like I wanted to be, you know, meeting new women, women like myself. Okay. Women who are passionate about what they do, women who are go-getters, drivers, because that's who I am, you know, who wake up and hit the floor running and, you know, and get things done and they're blazing their way through, you know, through all their stuff that they have to do. And they're doing it with grace and ease and, or well, it appears like ease because we're going to talk about that today. And so my friend said, why don't you come to this thing that I'm hosting on Friday? It's for realtors, but anybody can come. And it's a woman's group. And what we do is we just kind of go around the room and we talk about ourselves, you know, we say our, our elevator speech, who we are. We say what's gratitude going in our life right now. And then, you know, we ask, you can ask for an ask or what do you need help with? So I went and I didn't know what to expect. And I really didn't know many people at this meeting except for my friend who invited me. And when I got there, I was just overwhelmed by the beautifulness of all of these women. And as we were going around the room and talking about what was going on in our life, challenges or things that we need, I really, I mean, I, 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 came, to, I came to close to tears and I did come to tears a couple times because 
these women were feeling a lot of the same things that I was feeling, you know, and sometimes, like I said, when you just go to work every day and you come home and you're at home and you're doing your thing, you're doing life and you get busy, you think that you're the only one who's dealing with any of these issues, like loneliness and other kind of things like that. But then you hear other women and you really don't really know what anybody is going through until you really sit down and you listen. And there's a difference between really between listening and hearing. Hearing is when you, you know, you, they're both great things. You can listen to somebody and you can hear them, but you have to do both at the same time because one requires you to sit and look at somebody in, in their eyes and truly, you know, drown out other distractions because, you know, a lot of times when we're listening to people, we're automatically thinking of, oh, what are we going to say back to them? Or we're planning on what we're going to say about ourselves a lot of times. And we really have to curb that inner voice to really just let us hear what the other person is saying without trying to form what we're going to say next, not trying to form about what, what advice we might be giving to them or anything else like that. Just be present and look at them and really absorb what they're trying to say and hear, really hear what they're saying. And when we do that, we pick up on so many nuances and essence of what other people are going through that it's really, you know, the back of the hairs on your neck stick up and you start to cry and you feel like, God, I'm not alone out there. <clears throat> So some of the things that we were talking about that came up as the women were going around the group is, you know, everybody has a hard time, you know, just relaxing and calming down. Some of them were talking about, you know, weight gain and changes in appetite due to the way they're leading their lives. Some of us were feeling, you know, overwhelmed at all the stuff that we have to do in our lives. You know, some of them were talking about not feeling like enough, you know, having low self-esteem and just feeling not like enough. Some of them felt like, you know, at times, things get just so, you know, so chaotic that they have, that it's hard for them to focus. You know, I wrote some of these things down. So here's the thing today, ladies, what I wanted to talk about with regard to that, because it touched me so deeply and all of these women were so beautiful and so vulnerable and open with what they shared that I wanted to kind of go over some of those things that I just said and give you some tips on, you know, how can we solve that particular problem? Because May is mental health awareness month. And I know that we're almost at the end of May, you know, but I wanted to come here and talk to you about this because it is a very important issue. And I've talked to you about it in other issue, other um, episodes too, about, you know, where our mental health is. Our mental health is a huge part of our physical health. They go tandem. All right. So if things are down in your mental health. It can affect you physically. So we're going to also talk about some of those things today. All right. So sit back. If you are at home listening to this, grab a cup of your favorite Bev you know, coffee, tea, whatever, smoothie, you know, that's my thing. You know, if you're walking, just kind of tune in wherever you're at and just kind of see if this hits home for any of you. Okay. And if it does feel free, Hey, hit me up over on Instagram at well woman network and, you know, DM me and let me know that, you know, that some of these issues apply to you, or maybe that you're feeling that way, because I don't want any of you to feel alone especially in your health. If you're feeling down or that you're not getting anywhere with your health or with whatever's going on in your life, you know, you need encouragement. I want you to be able to reach out to me or to our company. So we're at Well Woman Network on Instagram. You can join our free Facebook group at Well Woman Network 360. You can always DM me over on, you know, Facebook. I'm there too. And just reach out to us. You can join any of our, you know, freebies that we have on our website at wellwomannetwork.com. Get on our newsletter. You'll get you know, weekly emails. And I now have a new texting platform. Um, I joined with Lalo and you can even receive text messages for, um, to get daily or weekly inspiration from me. And 
listen to me, what I'm saying, if you want to get text messages, it is the best way for me because it's easy for me to just text, drop things into your, um, your inbox or your text message on your phone. And I am not going to inundate you whatsoever. Like every single day, it'll be here and there, maybe weekly tips, offer you encouragement. So I'll drop the lay low link in the show notes. If you want to join my texting community, please go ahead and do so there. And I also want to let you know that I created a freebie for you and it's around how to get your energy up, especially, you know, as busy business women. And it really is a great guide. And let me tell you about some of the things that are in there. We're going to talk to you about how to get more energy, foods for energy, supplements for energy, just how to, you know, increase it naturally. So if you want to grab that great resource, and we'll also put it in the show notes, but I'm going to let you know here, it's bit.ly, it's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash energy endless. Okay. Again, that's B-I-T period L-Y forward slash energy endless. And I'd love for you to grab this um, freebie resource and let me know what you think. Go through this and see if there's other tips to help you to gain a little bit more energy. Okay. So let's talk about things that signal stress that could be taking over your life or things that you may be suffering with in silence and some solutions or things that I think that you can do about it. Now, these solutions, as you know, are not the end all be alls. Okay. I don't profess to know every single thing out there. These are just some things that I've, you know, come up with and I sat and I prayed on and thought about what could we do as women collectively around some of these issues. Okay. So some of the most common stress symptoms are number one, those things that we talked about. Okay. So I gathered some of those things that those ladies were all talking about, including myself. So I'm not excluding myself here. And like, number one, it's you can't relax or calm down. And what this looks like is after a long day of work, what does your evening look like, ladies? Are you still in work mode? Or here's the thing, or can you sit down and relax while watching your favorite guilty pleasure on television? Or can you just sit down and be with your significant other? That was a big one that came up, okay? Just slowing down enough to be with our significant other and be there for them even though, you know, it's hard for us because we're women that are go-getters. A lot of women brought this up in the group. And so it was one that I really wanted to talk about, you know, sitting still, even for myself is hard. I think it's easier for me than my husband. My husband, on the other hand, is a constant mover all the time has to be doing something. He has a very hard time sitting down and relaxing. You know, it just isn't his thing. He, if he's not moving and doing things, he doesn't feel productive. So, you know, to say, Hey hun, can you come sit and watch TV? That's harder for him than it is for me. But for a lot of the people, the several of the women in the group that we were just talking about, they were saying that it was hard for them to do it. Okay. Because here's the thing, ladies around this constantly working doesn't give your brain a chance to shut down and to renew itself. Okay. Likewise, if your muscles tense up during stress, they don't get a chance to relax and renew either, which perpetuates the tense feelings coupled with, you know, feeling of fear or dread or some of those panic attacks that a lot of women have. But I want you to know your brain needs to relax. It needs to slow down and renew itself. If your brain is constantly on 24 seven, seven days a week, you're going to start to have memory issues. I can guarantee you. Okay. Because I firsthand can let you know that I suffer from this. I'm always either thinking about patients at work, constantly doing work at constantly doing paperwork for my job, hopping onto my medical, my, you know, my, my transcription site for my work, doing things there. 
Um, my nurses from work are constantly texting me, even on my days off. I don't mind, but they are. Or my mom's calling me, I'm working on her stuff, or my daughter needs something, or my son. You know, it's always. And so I am at the point now sometimes that I have to write everything down because I've got so many things in my brain that my brain just forgets and it gets tired. Sometimes it's like, I'm not physically exhausted. I am mentally exhausted a lot of the time. And I'll freely admit that. So I have to work on that. So here are some of the things that here's a solution that I came up with, or I was thinking about that we could do. Number one, delegate your evening workload to someone else. If you have things that need to be done in the evenings, set stricter business hours. So your evenings are free. Okay. Or hit the gym or go do some form of exercise after work to release all of your pent up stress and work energy. And the best thing that you can do for this is to get an accountability partner, get somebody with you to do something after work. If you find that you are always, especially if you are a person who lives alone or by themselves, okay, or you're a single mom, because we tend to get caught up in that if we don't have somebody else to kind of take us away from that. So if, if you're, if you're just a single woman, you know, after you worked your workday, it's very easy to go home because there's nobody else there, maybe a pet or something, but you go right back into work mode because you think, oh, I have nothing else to do. So this is where getting an accountability partner can come in very handy. Talk to a friend and say, Hey, three days a week, let's go do something after work. And it doesn't have to be going to hitting the gym. It can be going for a bike ride. It can be going for a walk. It can be going for a swim. It can be just going for, you know, let's go out and have coffee and talk you know, get out of the mode of going to work. Here's the other thing too. If you work from home, then you need to set up clear boundaries. When am I going to stop working? If it's five o'clock, okay, I am shutting down the computer for work. I am closing my office door and I'm going into my home now and I'm going to do home, not office work. Okay. Set boundaries with yourself because especially if you work from home, it's very hard to, it's very easy to say not hard. It's very easy to get those boundaries you know, conflicted and they all mush together. And before you know it, you're working 24 seven. Okay. We don't want that. Okay. So again, delegate your work to somebody else. If you've got a large workload, okay. Set stricter boundaries for yourself with your evenings and three, get an accountability partner because I've had to do that too. I go to work and I come home and say, okay, I'm going to start working on my other stuff. And I have to say, no, Michelle, it's like, it's eight o'clock. You've got to just shut it off close the computer down right now and go do something else because your brain really isn't there. And quite honestly, I am a morning person. I'm much more productive in the morning hours. I am extremely exhausted in the evening. It is not my best time to talk to me, get advice for me to work on creative things because my brain isn't there. But I'll tell myself that I need to do this because I've got so much to do. But then the work doesn't get done the way I want it to get done. So I'm much better if I just say, hey, shut everything down, come back to it in the morning when you're fresh and you've got a clear perspective on it. Okay. Number two, you might start seeing signs of stress in your life show up in things like your appetite changes in it. I mean, because some people overeat when they're stressed out while others, ladies forget to eat because they don't feel hungry during stressful times. This is me. A lot of times I'm working so much and going all the time that I just forget to eat, which is not a good thing either. <clears throat> so I want you to look at your own eating habits. Have you noticed an increase in your weight or have you noticed a decrease in your weight? Maybe you've lost clothes. You've lost weight. Are your clothes fitting differently? Do you notice any other physical symptoms that are affecting your productivity? Because here's the thing, ladies, stress can cause a lot of issues and it can increase irritable bowel symptoms and it can make any other gut related issues worse. All right. And when we stress eat, because a lot of people 
tend to stress eat. Then you end up really having that guilty thing like, oh my God, I just pigged out and ate that whole thing of ice cream or that whole thing of cake, and now I feel even worse. So, you know, we give into the guilty pleasure, but then what happens on the other side of that guilty pleasure, we start to beat ourselves up. So, you know, it's not good to do that either. So set things you can do. So here's some, here's some solutions to that problem that I kind of thought about. As you know, I'm always talking about this. Keep small, healthy snacks readily available. So you're not grabbing for unhealthy alternatives, especially at your desk. And if you forget to eat, set a reminder on your phone so that you can go grab something. Okay. So also you can write it down on a piece of paper and put it on your computer. Don't forget to go grab something to eat. Okay. So you can also set an alarm, like I just said, to remind yourself to get up and to move. Okay. Because if you're sitting at your desk for hours on hours on end, that is not a good thing to do either. Okay. And you know, we've talked about that, the sitting disease, sitting disease is worse for you today than it is smoking. So they've determined that the WHO organization, W, the WHO has determined that now sitting, the sitting disease is number one and smoking is underneath that. If you can believe that, because what is sitting down all day do and not eating? Well, your body becomes sluggish. You're not moving. You, um, your body starts to shut down, especially when you're not eating. Okay. If you forget to eat the body thinks then you're in starvation mode and then you can also gain weight, which is perpetuates a lot of other things. So, you know, make sure and be responsible with your eating. Look to see what you're eating. If you are an overeater, look to how can I do things to prevent that? How can I put healthier things in? And if you're an under eater because you get too busy, then set alarms or reminders so that you can eat healthy throughout your day. Okay. And don't forget to get up and move. Like, you know, that I've always talked about, I set my watch every hour on the hour. It tells me that I have to step and do 500 steps, 250 actually, but I do 500 steps an hour. Okay. Because I want to walk five miles a day. So I get up and I walk my 500 steps, you know, in my house, around my yard, outside, around the block, whatever I do to get those steps. And it gets the blood flowing. It gets me outside. It gets me away from my desk. And trust me, it increases my productivity level immensely. And I know it will do the same for you. Okay. The next thing is we were talking about a lot of them also felt like feelings of overwhelm. Okay. So if you have too much scheduled on your calendar or your to-do list, to-do list ladies, you may be experiencing overwhelm. This is a feeling which leads to feeling paralyzed because you don't know where to start. So for instance, if you're trying to declutter your home, you may feel clueless about where to start because the clutter appears to take over every room and you don't know where am I going to start to do this. Okay. Overwhelmed feelings or feelings of helplessness can lead to stress, especially if you don't have a strong support system of family or friends who can help see and going to this group, we now all know that we have a group of friends, you know, friends, we're getting to know each other that can help us. And we all said, Hey, here's our phone number. Reach out to me when you're, when you're feeling this way. I met another beautiful woman in the group who's a caretaker to her mom and she was having issues. And I said, here, I'm a caretaker to my mom too. So if you have ever have, you know, want to talk to somebody about it or have down days or whatever, here's my number, call me. Okay. That's how we can help each other to get rid of these feelings of overwhelm. And we can talk about it to our friends. Sometimes I'll just call up my girlfriend, Celeste, and I'll say, Hey, I'm just feeling overwhelmed with all this stuff, you know, and then she'll help me to sit down and break things down because sometimes we can't do that or see, you know, we can't see, you know, all we see is the forest. Okay. We don't see the little individual trees that are in front of us. Okay. So here's some solutions that I 
came up with for myself, but also to give to you. Okay. And that is recite positive affirmations to yourself. Okay. Say nice things to yourself because, you know, we also, we talked about this a lot. Celeste was talking about this in the group as well, that, you know, we, we talk so negatively to ourselves. We probably talk like I, and I've said this numerous times too. We talk probably the worst to ourselves than anybody else. Nobody else, we would let anybody else talk to us the way that we talk to ourselves, right? So, Hey, if you don't allow it from other people, don't allow it from yourself. Okay. You know, also breathe deeply through your nose and out slowly through your mouth, releasing all the stress and overwhelm. Do these breathing exercises throughout your day. They only take a few minutes. Okay. Turn off any negative self-talk into positive pep talk and create a plan of action to get started. Okay. So when you hear yourself talk negatively, then what I want you to do is to reframe it right then and there. If you start to talk negatively to yourself, say, okay, stop. And a good technique that someone taught me was you go on your forehead and you brush your forehead. Like you're brushing out that negative thought, brush it out, brush it out, and then rephrase it with something positive. Okay. Because ladies overwhelm often turns into procrastination. Uh, and I know that one very well and denial, which never helps resolve the root problem. Even if you start decluttering one small countertop or tackling one small task at a time, that is progress. And I have to let myself know that too. I have to say, Hey, Michelle, you can't get it all. Rome wasn't built in a day, even though I want it to be done in a day, you know, you have to take small steps and sometimes, yeah, that is challenging and it can get discouraging. But then when I feel discouraged, I'll text one of my accountability partners and say, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling discouraged today. I need a little bit of a pep talk. Can you give me one? And they do. It's not being selfish ladies to reach out and ask for a pep talk. Okay. Because sometimes we need to be reminded that we're doing great. Okay. Even, you know, cause we don't, might not feel that, but we know we are, and other people see that in us. And a lot of times they see things in us that we don't see ourselves and they can remind us of that. So remember that number four, sometimes you stress shows up in the feeling in, in the way that we feel about ourselves, like not feeling enough. Okay. So it often plays mind tricks on us. Stress can do that. Making us feel down. It can make us feel worthless and incapable of doing great things because we get so stressed out. We may have the best idea ever, but if one step goes wrong, the resulting stress makes us think we're not able to cut this out. We're not able to cut it out. I mean, cut, we're not able to make the cut to be able to do this. We're not able to do this project. We're not able to get this business off the ground. Okay. That's what stress can do. Stress isn't just a feeling of anxiety or panic. You know, stress can exhibit itself in so many forms. Okay. It is like a shapeshifter. If you ever watched that show years ago, Roswell, and they talked about a shapeshifter. Well, that's what stress is. Stress is a shapeshifter. It can show up in our lives in many different ways. So it can show up as feeling like not enough. It can show up in the form of feeling like you have a low self-esteem of yourself. It can show up thinking, I can't do this business. I don't have what it takes. I can't finish this project. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. That's stress ladies too. So we need to learn to combat that. So here's a few solutions I came up with that too. Okay. Talk to a family member, a friend or business or a life coach because they can really help you remedy this issue. Okay. Simply hearing another person's perspective can alleviate any of our self doubt, especially when they care about you or in your success as much as you do. So remember, talk to people who get you talk to people who are like you and that are going to build you up. Don't go talk to a negative family member that you know is always negative and is going to just put you down more. Uh, uh, nix 
that right now. Go to somebody who cares about you, all right? Also, try tackling a smaller task or project and take pride when you finish it. Sometimes, you know, we, we see this big, huge, you know, elephant. And what do they say? How do you take, how do you eat an elephant? I hate that, you know, eating. I would never eat an elephant. But anyways, you do it one bite at a time. So if you have this big, huge task that you think, oh, I'm not, I can't get this done. I'm not, I'm not good enough. Break it down into small little steps because before you know it, you're going to have that big project done, but you've done it in small steps. And in each step, take pride that you did that and move on to the next one. Okay. Sometimes thinking about the big picture is overwhelming and can cause stress. And we said that overwhelm is another disguise that stress can take. Okay. It's another form that it can shape shift into. All right. Number five, stress can also cause us to have the inability to focus. When your mind ladies is stressed about other issues, focusing on the task at hand becomes very difficult, if not impossible. So if you find your predicted, your productivity is waning either at work or home, stress is weighing on your mind and you need to shift it elsewhere. Okay. So here's some things that you can do. And we've talked about these simple steps too: meditation and deep breathing. They also allow your brain to slow down and the body to relax. If even just for a few minutes, close your eyes and meditate in front of your computer. Take those deep breaths that we talked about earlier in through your nose, out through your mouth, feel your diaphragm, concentrate on your breath. Let the other thoughts, you know, go out of your mind and dissipate for a few minutes. Okay. Taking a walk outdoors or in nature also has a very calming effect. Journaling allows you to put all your stressors on paper to clear your brain. And some experts even recommend burning that page as a symbol of letting go of the stress and releasing it into the universe. Okay. So journaling, we've talked about this numerous times on the podcast as well. I've also talked about, you know, burning it and letting it go. Those are also very helpful things to do. Okay. So we've talked about, I gave you five things of how stress can shape shift into different things in our mind, in our lives. Okay. We talked about that. Maybe it looks like the form that you can never relax, that you're always on. Maybe it takes the form in your life of it's changing your appetite. You're gaining weight or you're losing weight, or you're just not eating. Maybe it's taking the form of overwhelm in your life. Maybe it's showing up in the form of feeling not good enough in your life. Okay. Or maybe it's just showing up like we just talked about with, you have the inability to focus. You just can't focus because you're just thinking of too many things. So now I want you to take these action steps not just the ones that I gave you above, because those are also great ones too, but here's some added ones that you can do to avoid and to help combat stress. Because I want you to know this ladies, like I told you earlier, I do not want you to suffer silently. Okay. You are in charge of your health and your happiness. I don't like that word happiness. You know that I don't like that word. I like fulfillment. So you're in charge of your health and you're in charge of your fulfillment. So it's up to you to take action to help yourself relieve the stress in your life before or even after it appears, because we're never going to get rid of stress altogether. That's just a given, right? We know that. So we have to learn how to implement methods into our daily life, into our weekly lives, into our monthly lives that are going to help us to combat some of that stress. And some of it we talked about, you can, you know, do simple things, meditate, breathe, all those other things, get together with friends, right? But if you have really some health issues around, you know, some mental health issues around feeling depressed and anxious and really 
are feeling down, I want you to reach out to somebody, reach out to your healthcare provider, reach out to a counselor. There's many different hotlines that you can call. If you are feeling like your life is not worth anything, I want you to pick up the phone immediately and reach out to somebody and ask for help because it is not a shame. Ladies, it is not a sign of weakness to ask for help. We all need it. We are only human. We cannot do everything alone and we weren't meant to do everything alone. Okay. So here's some just extra health tips that, you know, that I'm going to always add in that can help you combat some of the stress. So number one, avoid or reduce caffeine or nicotine. If you smoke, because caffeine is a stimulant. And when you drink too much of it, you can lead to heart palpitations. It can cause you to have increasing anxiety. It can cause you to have just feeling not at ease. And also what it is sometimes if you're replacing coffee with food, because a lot of people do that because actually coffee can sometimes suppress an appetite. Then again, you're not getting the nutrition that you need and you're getting all those extra calories because a lot of times we are just loading up our coffee with calories and not making it really healthy coffee at all. And if you smoke, you know, try to quit that too. I'm not going to tell you, you know, that you need to quit cold turkey because you don't, but here's the thing. Nicotine offers a quick fix to relax, but that relaxed feeling soon, you know, goes away and you're left with the anxiety and the stress the same way that you were before. Okay. So instead of going and trying to find a stimulant such as coffee or smoking or alcohol, try to discover the root cause of your stress and then try to go get some help to help you aid with that symptom. Okay. Number two, you know, I'm always going to say this, get out and move your body every day. Even if you're not trying to lose weight, daily movement, ladies, helps keep your muscles toned, your ligaments flexible, and your joints pain-free. A body in motion, what? Stays in motion. So go for a walk, take, take an exercise class at your gym or at the, or at your, um, what do you have those, you know, YMCA, all of them offer a lot of things and not a lot of money either. So you'd be surprised. You can even go to YouTube and watch some videos to help you increase your movement, do some dancing, turn on the music, do whatever you need to do. Your brain will also be distracted by the scenery. If you go outside, you are going to help increase your breathing. If you go for a walk, or if you start doing movement or exercises, anything of the sort, you're going to stimulate your whole body, which is what you want to do. And when you stimulate your body and you increase those endorphins, you are decreasing the stress in your life. Okay. Number three, keep a stress diary. Similar to a daily journal, a stress diary can help you identify what triggers your stress, ladies, whether it's a work situation, a toxic person in your daily life, or a situation at home. You'll soon see a pattern if you jot down periodically throughout the day how you're feeling emotionally and physically and what is, set, is setting you off the triggers, okay? Like I know sometimes, like last week, my mom said something to me and it was like, okay, I kept dwelling on this. And I'm like, I kept saying to myself, you know, I, this, you know, it's, I, this doesn't matter to me. And then I stopped and said to myself, you know, BS Michelle, this does matter to you because you keep ruminating on it and you keep bringing it up. So I went and had a talk with my mom, even though sometimes she doesn't remember things. I had a talk with her because it was important for me to get it out of my system and to let her know how I felt. And I felt much better. And there went that stress out the door. Okay. Number four, take control of problems that trigger your stress. Once you notice a trend of what stresses you out, do your best to take control of preempting that trigger. For instance, if a messy house drives you nuts, then hire a house cleaner ladies to come in once or twice a month to deep clean. If the administrative tasks of your business take away time from your clients, hire a part-time virtual assistant to handle those tasks. 
If a family member is looking, you know, or making your life difficult, temporarily avoid them. Or just don't go to family functions that include them until you resolve those feelings around them, okay? Simple things that really don't take a lot, but we think they do. Number five has got to be my most favorite and the most important one of all, and that is learning to say no, okay? You really don't need to accept every single volunteer opportunity or children's request, okay, people? Set work boundaries so that you can reschedule some tasks to a later date. Set business hours and teach your clients how to respect those hours so that they are not calling you at all hours of the day and night, okay? Likewise, you don't need to work with every single client, okay? If If you're feeling guilty and you don't feel it's a good fit, then what you can do is simply recommend them to another coach. Have a list of other coaches that you say, hey, I really don't think that you and I are a great fit but here's somebody that I think you will fit with. And that goes with all kinds of things, okay? So simply redirect them. And say no to activities that are not giving you purpose in your life, okay? Or they are not like moving you towards the goal or something that you want to accomplish right now. Because, you know, being a yes person only brings you misery. I can honestly tell you that because I used to be one of those people. I used to say yes to everything because I thought that's what I was supposed to do, to be a good friend, a good wife, a good mom, you know, a good daughter. And yes, 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 yes. And you know what? I was doing so many things that I ended up resenting, not only them for asking, but I ended up resenting myself for saying yes. And then when I was at or doing the thing, I was resenting it the whole time. Now, who wants to live like that? Okay, I don't. So all you have to do is simply say, no, thank you for asking. I really am glad that you asked me or that you thought of me, but it's just not a good fit for right now. You know, it's not sometimes when we say no, it's not no forever. It's not now. Or it's simply knowing that that person or that client is not right for us. And we know that, that they're not right for us. So don't take them on just for the money because it's only going to be more heartache. Pass them on to somebody else. Okay. No is not a bad word, but for some reason, women think that no is the worst word word in the world. All right. So we need to learn to say it more often and we need to not feel guilt around it. So there you have it, ladies. We talked today about five ways that stress can show up in your life. I'm calling stress a shapeshifter because it can show up in many different things. It can shapeshift into this. It can shapeshift into that. And then I gave you some simple action things that you can do to help solve each one of those different five things that we talked about today. And then I gave you some added things that you can do to try to combat stress in the first place. Okay. So the more that we can put into our life, the things to help combat stress on the forefront and be proactive, the less stress that we're going to have on the other side that we have to, you know, look at those other things. It's not going to shape shift in our life as much as if we put in those things in advance to protect us. Okay. So we have to put things in our lives that are going to help protect us emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, and everything. We just have to do that. And we have to know, you know, be honest ladies that, and know that there's things the minute that you walk outside your door that are going to try to beat at you. Okay. They're going to try to beat at your spirituality. They're going to try to beat at your health. They're going to try to beat at your mentalness. That's just how the world is. But if you prepare things in the forefront and you're proactive, 
Like you're doing daily things to, you know, put that armor on, like it says, put the armor of God on, but put that armor on, like drink your water, exercise, you know, do stuff to help combat stress every day, meditate, breathe, journal, go to bed earlier, get good sleep, eat healthier, move your body. Those are all things that are going to allow you to handle stress when it comes to your life much easier. And then you'll put that hand out and say, not today, not today. Okay. So I hope that you benefit from this. It would really give me great honor if you would go and download um, the freebie that I created for you today. It's all around gaining more energy for busy business women. And you can find it at bit.ly dot, I mean, bit.ly forward slash energy endless. So I'm sorry, I get that confused sometimes. I don't know why, but anyways, here it is. It's B-I-T period L-Y forward slash energy endless. Go there, grab that guide, and then come on over to Instagram, DM me at Well Woman Network, and let me know, you know, did any of this hit home? Did any of those, does this stress shape shift in any of those ways in your life? And if it does, let me know, because I'd like to hear about it and talk with you. Come on over to Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook, join our group, okay? I'm trying to be more active in there, but you'll get a lot of good stuff no matter what. Go to our website at wellwomannetwork.com grab any of our freebies that we have on there. Be sure to also hop on our membership wait list because our membership is going to be coming up. It'll be a monthly membership club where we're going to be talking about women's wellness tips every single month. I've got great things planned for you, but get on the waiting list so that you'll be the first to know when it comes out. If you want to work one-on-one with me, hit the work with me button on our wellwomannetwork.com. See if the program is for you. I'd love to have a 20 minute conversation, you know, with you. And please, Go sign up in our show notes too. If you want to get text messages from me with our partner, Lalo, I love this new pro- this new way to be able to communicate with you. And, you know, just leave us a rating and review. I mean, I can't say that enough, ladies. If you can leave us a rating review, I know, I know that you have to leave the podcast platform. You have to go over to iTunes. You have to hit the button. And I know it takes effort. But when you do that little bit of an effort, you're helping another small business woman. And if you could download these episodes it would help as well too, because downloads count for me and it helps. So number one, leave us a rating and review and even just a rating. I mean, all you have to do is click the stars. I mean, you don't even have to go and write it. And if you go to, if you're on the app, okay. And you go to our main app page and you go all the way down to the bottom, it will allow you to leave a rating and review right there in the app. It'll take you to iTunes. So you don't have to go out and exit and do something different. So please, 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 please leave us a rating and review. Come join us on Facebook, come leave us a message on Instagram and follow us on this podcast so you don't ever miss an episode and just, you know, connect with us wherever you can and grab the freebie at bit.ly forward slash energy endless. And until then, ladies, you know what I always say, may God richly bless your week and bye for now.